This is the Introvert's Bubble with Anang of Courageous Creativity, telling introvert stories, pushing ourselves to have more adventures and misadventures and to grow. Living life how we need it. As always, rating the podcast on any apps to listen to is always appreciated. There is a lot going on in the world right now. And you may be wondering what you can do because there's just so much pain, so much problems and everything else. And you see all this stuff on the news, you see it on social media, you hear it all the time with all these people going on protesting, going out and doing all these big things. And as an introvert, that doesn't always work for you. Yes, sometimes you're moved enough to go out somewhere and be a part of it for even just some of the days, if not from the beginning all the way to the end of it. Sometimes you just, you don't have the energy, you don't have the capacity to do so. Whether it is because of your personality, like, yes, crowds can be a problem for a lot of us. Some people have this certain anxiety about being around all these people and the worry of riots starting, the idea of some someone or police or anything else might injure you, you might be arrested. Like, there's a lot of different things that can feel like a barrier for you to be an introvert and be in activism, to be act- active in all these different things and and actually care about all this stuff. And I'm here to tell you that you don't have to be out in the protest. That may not be your lane to do things at. There are many different ways to support, to be a part of certain things and still be helpful. Because like for me, yes, when we had the riots in Minneapolis from George Floyd, I didn't be I wasn't a part of the beginning protesting. I was a little later. I went for one day, but mostly there to help bring supplies. I only did it for the ones, partially because I was just a little too worried about the pandemic and everything else. I live with someone who has very, very compromised immune system and I didn't want to any in any way endanger them. And so that brought me kind of more the idea of like, what can I, what else can I do? Because I wanted to be a part of something that I felt was very important. But me as an introvert, me as a person who's worried about my health, other people's health and everything else, it kind of felt like I wasn't doing enough. Because, of course, there's all these different things with the news, putting all this coverage out there, people showing off on it on Instagram and Facebook and everything else. Luckily, a lot of people are not there showing off. They're showing like, I am a part of this. This is what I want to do. They want to just engage with it. And in our generations and the younger generations, we do it with social media. And it's not a, oh, look at me. I'm doing something important kind of thing. Like a lot of other older generations believe we're doing. It's not. You can be a part of social media and still do good. So here are kind of my little... Tips and tricks, I guess, for being an introvert, but still being a part of activism. The thing is, is don't feel guilty and don't feel pressure to always be on the front lines, to always be where the coverage is, where everyone is looking at. Because, of course, when you see something on the news, the protests, the riots and everything else get coverage because that's like newsworthy. That's something that's sensational. And you may not want to have to, you don't really care about doing sensational things. You don't need to feel pressure either because all your friends went there and you don't want to. You don't, you're, you're too worried about making sure you have the mask. You don't know how you're going to get home. Like you just, 
you don't want to be part of that atmosphere. And that is perfectly fine. You don't have to be a part of that to still be a part of the whole movement. Whether it is Black Lives Matter, the women with the Me Too movement, anything with plastic and the oceans. And there's all these different things out there you can be a part of. It doesn't have to be something big because that's what's what's the, the big thing now. That's a, that's a trend. You shouldn't be doing it as a trend. Because the thing is with all this stuff, activism is always ongoing. The same thing with everything with your own health, your um, your inner health, mental health, all these different things. Activism will be ongoing. So you need to pace yourself. I couldn't be at the front doing protests all the time. I know someone who actually has flown to different states for other protests because they are organizers. And they wanted to show people kind of, this is how you keep your message straight. This is how you protect yourself. And if there are problems and everything else, here are ways to protect yourself with the gas, with rubber bullets and all these different things. So that's what they do. And that is their activism. They like being in that front line. They have the information. They have the expertise. Perfectly fine with them. No way in hell I'm doing that. I did the one in my own area. Because that was important for me and also I didn't feel like spreading whatever I had with me in the middle of a pandemic kind of thing so it was one of those things of like yeah there's no there's no reason and no way I'm going anywhere else to do so many things because the thing is there are many other things you can do there's always the you can call email write letters to um, different organizations to people um, different positions in the government your schools, all these different things. And luckily when it comes to like things out there, a lot of these organizations who are fighting like the big the big part of the fight can tell you that. They share their petitions. Like that's another thing you can do. You can sign petitions. Those are very useful. It may not feel like a lot because it's so easy. But those things are pressure. And pressure is what you need for these higher these things with a lot of power, with all these numbers and everything else. Like the government won't change anything if they don't believe enough people care about it. Same with different companies, with different organizations. They need to have the pressure put on them. And that's what calling them, emailing them, writing letters does as well. To show specifically, like, yes, I don't believe in what you did with this person. Here's the reasons why. And having thousands, hundreds of thousands of people calling for that same particular thing, sending emails, sending letters. Yeah, that takes time out of their hand. And if they don't fix it, then it comes a problem again for them because they have to spend the time to go through all that stuff to get through other things they have to work on. That is the pressure that you need. Petitions are out there are worldwide a lot of times, if not just in for your state and your country, to tell people, like, this is what we believe in. This is what we want to happen. So this is what all the people believe in and we would want, we would like you to actually do this because that's what's important to us. Another thing to do is donations. After I did the one day at the protest, I spent more time doing donations. I put a I put a Facebook post out there like anybody wanted to do donations but are too worried about driving anywhere, about your health and anything else or you can just you actually had to work. Cuz this was of course the very middle of the stay-at-home orders and all that stuff like that. So 
I ran around and I picked up donations from other people, whether it was just a bag of canned food, people had diapers, people had a bunch of toothbrushes, everything else. And then I got everything together and dropped them off. That was how I helped. I helped the people in the area that were devastated by the riots, the other people who were trying to be part of the protests, but needed supplies to stay safe. So I, I delivered masks for people. I delivered soap and water, water for drinking, as well as for cleaning. And that was how I helped. I helped to make sure they didn't, if they wanted to stay out there, they could. Because people who lived over there had the essentials to stay in their homes and not, feel, not be worried about being going hungry or being homeless. That's another thing that was really good. Um, one that, of course, is the easiest thing that everyone sees is you share everything. Of course, everything you know is true and you trust the person who shared it. But share the information. There are several activists and groups that I follow on Instagram and on Facebook who give me really great information about how to help very specific causes. They're like, if you can't be here in the protests, then here are um, our senators to call. Here is the school board to call. Here's their email. Here's the letter you can send. Here's the petition. Like they give you all the different things to do because they know those steps work. And they also know that not everyone can. Like there's some people who have disabilities, people who have actual jobs that they can't get out of because they need to make the money to actually survive. People who take care of other people, whether you have children or other dependents. Sometimes you can't be there in person to do something but you can pay you can do stuff by with your money and with your words and making sure that things still happen because you're still sharing it yeah it could be trending at the very beginning but you putting it out there reminds people yes i still need to do this this is ongoing we need to change whatever it is you want to change whether it is um getting rid of a polluting power plant or getting rid of plastic in a certain uh, store or putting up a stop sign at a very busy intersection that a lot of people have died at. I, I remember down in Mankato, there was one part of the highway, I think south of, uh, south of there, where it was a huge stretch because there was only stop signs on one direction and the other direction, the direction going south was, had nothing. And they Pretty much every year, they had several people die because of car crashes. Because people can't see, people are speeding, some people don't even completely miss the stop signs. So they made that whole section, they made several roundabouts. So people had to slow down. People had to pay attention to who was around them. And also there's better lighting there because, of course, in the roundabouts, you put the thing in the middle. People are going to see a light in the middle of the freaking road. And they had to put a petition at that. The years... That I've been going down there for people with people I knew. It it was not until this last couple of years I finally put it out there. How many years before I started going down there over about a decade ago did all these people keep dying at an intersection? But it took enough it took a lot of pressure from the people around there. Of course, some people were kind of like, oh, it doesn't really matter because there's only there's only a small population that live over there. Not that many people drive that direction because there's nothing like, nothing like there's not the mall over there. There's not, not towards the Twin Cities, the opposite direction. So, of course, some people's mind is like, well, it doesn't really matter. People just need to pay attention. But 
enough people find signed petitions, they talk to their representatives and everything else to get something done because that was important to them. Human life, life on the planet, animal rights, all these different things are important. And whatever whatever thing you want to have changed, there are all these different ways. You can always get friends together to create signs to give out to people. Like I know some people who made signs to give to people to go out there, but they couldn't go out there in the protests. But they made signs so people could have something that you show, give a little more like things to kind of say out there without having to yell it. Because some people don't want to lose their voices. Some people don't want to spread more germs because that's why you wear a mask. Because you don't want all the exhalation, the forceful exhalation with yelling and chanting to spread anything else. So those are definitely a lot of ways you can do to kind of keep up with being an activist and work with your introversion. Like for me, if I am, I have passion enough, I will call somebody. But there are a lot of times I hate, I hate calling. I hate getting on the phone and everything else. But if it's something I'm passionate about or someone I really care about, then yeah, I'll get on there. But if you have more anxiety or just don't really quite want to do that, there's always an email. There's always a letter. There's petitions. There's ways to do donations. Like I believe in the Epilepsy Foundation. So I, at least once a year, get a bunch of stuff from myself, from my family, from other friends, and I do donations from them. And they do pickup. That works perfectly fine with me. I just need to get the box. I need to make a label on there. And then schedule a pickup and they come pick up sometime the morning of the day that I put on there. I still help them. That still does something for me without actually taking too much out of me. Because yeah, some people don't have the money. But you can always talk about it. You can always kind of say like, oh, hey, for my, like a lot of people do for like their birthday. They will want you instead of to give gifts or take them out to dinner or anything else. Put on like on your Facebook, put on your Instagram, everything else. Like, here's the link. I would rather you donate to this place in honor of my birthday. Or so, or some for Christmas. Or I know some people for their weddings did that. They absolutely loved a certain charity. They loved a certain organization. And they're like, we want you all there. But if you want to give something, please donate to this place. And they would put it in their invitation. They would put it on their Wedding website. I don't know who has those. It's a lot of work for a wedding. But they put it out there. That's another thing you can do. There's always the idea of sharing that sooner or later some people are going to do it. And it, the thing is too, yes, everyone wants the big gestures. Everybody wants to feel like they did something great and they said something really helpful. But only maybe doing $5 every couple of months is enough. I love that I love doing the Humane Society in my state of Minnesota. But the thing that really helps is that they tell you when they're doing kind of the donations, like this much money pays for this. I think that was like $50 pays for three cats to be neutered or, oh my God, what's the other side? Male or female camera. But yeah, the opposite, the opposite of neutered um, for the other gender. Like 150 is for two dogs. Um, $100 was for vaccines for five dogs. Like, they tell you that. And so, like, yeah, in your mind, it's like, okay, that's not a, not a lot. Like, okay, I did only $50. But you, like, saved three cats' lives. You saved two dogs from having to be part of the problem of 
overpopulation. You saved a dog the um, the pain of getting rabies or getting worms or anything like that. So it's kind of it's nice to give the, the, the exactly what what helps what. Like getting kind of like I I also um, do the International Wolf Center, especially for my birthday. I always ask people to donate. It's kind of like, it tells you on there. I'm like, hey, twenty five dollars pays for their joint medication for for senior wolves. Um, fifty dollars pays for enrichment for the whole pack. Believe me, if I had more money, I would definitely pay for a lot more things for them. But if I can't do it, I always try to save share it enough so other people. We'll be a part of that because we all like to be helpful. We all like to feel good about ourselves. And yeah, it will give you a boost to do something about that. But that shouldn't be the pressure just for yourself or to not feel like you were missing out. You need to do this because this is what's important to you. And it makes you feel better as a human being to be a part of something that you care about and actually help be part of the change. So again, don't be pressured. There are other ways or many other levels to do things instead of being on the front lines and being part of protests or going into meetings with committees and stuff like that. Like there are ways to work with your introversion, your anxiety, or your just your general unease with the health going right now. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for the links to the blog and my Patreon where you can get more info, check out products. Hit me up on Instagram at the Introverse Bubble or Courageous Creativity.